careful because I'm tiptoeing to the dark side. This isn't a deal breaker for a lot of people. For me, it is a little bit. We heartily disagree with you, Kate, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's LJ here, owner and founder of Smart Moms Plan Disney and Smart Moms Travel. We are so glad you're here for another episode of the Smart Moms Plan Disney podcast. Now, here's your host, Allie. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Smart Moms Plan Disney podcast. I am your host, Allie, joined by Katie and LJ today. We are here to talk the next level of Disney resorts, and that is the value tier. Once again, we are so glad that you are here listening, that you are subscribing wherever you get your podcasts so that these hit your inbox every day, that they are available. Ladies, how are you today? Great. Thank you. I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about these resorts because I feel like these are among the most popular and well-known of the Disney resorts. I feel like a lot of families gravitate toward these value properties. I am ready to go. I am wearing my Art of Animation spirit jersey because I love these resorts. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, I love these resorts as well. But I love all Disney resorts, so I don't know if that's, you know, a special statement or not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it means much because I really do love everything about them. But these are really special because these resorts are the ones on Disney property that do open up. Staying in the Disney bubble and being on Disney property, it opens it up to the masses, right? These are the ones that are going to offer bang for your buck, affordability, maybe allow families to take longer trips. Uh, these are, these are the value resorts. I feel very much like, I mean, you had asked me which podcast do you prefer to be on? And I'm very much like, I have a great affinity for the deluxe resorts because, you know, they're deluxe and the luxury and like more people can stay there than you think. You always think it's out of reach and it really might not be. But my like second love is absolutely the value resorts. I feel like this was the way that we kind of found our path to Disney and it's so totally like the Disney bubble. And it's in a lot of ways, like it's more Disney than any other resorts. Like if you just, I know we're going to get into this, but like, if you think about the theming and you think about just the ambiance, they are like, they embody Disney still to this day. I let my kids pick where they go on like their trip our one-on-one trips. And my kids want to go to the values. And now I'm a little bit like, uh, let's talk them out of it. Let's try to get them to go deluxe. But they're like, let's go to Pop Century. Let's go to Modern Animation. Kids love them. Yeah, these resorts are like stepping into Disney Animation. You know, even if you're not at Art of Animation, just in general, the way these are laid out and designed and themed, you feel like you are inside Disney animation, right? I mean, you're part of the experience. I totally agree. I love feeling like I just got plunked into my favorite Disney film. And that's what's great about those value resorts. Now, if you don't want in your face theming, obviously like value is probably not your best option. But if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for that, I just got dropped into my favorite Disney film, the value resorts have it. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what those resorts are. There aren't many of them. There are only a few value resorts on Disney property. There are far more, like four times more deluxe properties. Mm -hmm. That said, the value resorts are massive. And so they have a lot of rooms at each of them. So there are only a few resorts, but a lot of people can stay at them. There is All Stars, right? So All Star Resort is broken into three different resorts. You have music, movies, and sports. So you can kind of find that niche that you love and immerse yourself into that theming. Then there is Pop Century, which is hugely popular. That's the one that is separated by all of the different centuries, 50s, 60s, 70s, etc. And then my favorite, spoiler alert, of the value resorts is going to be Art of Animation. And that is the one that, along with all-star movies, is really themed Disney movies. So you have Lion King, Little Mermaid, Cars and Finding Nemo, all represented at Art of Animation Resort. So, those are what you're working with, and there are there are a wide variety of theming options to pick from, and things that could cater to different needs per family. So, even though there are only a few of them, there's still a lot to decide when you're picking this resort. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it comes down to, you know, what, how strong of theming do you want? Do you want the theming to be in your rooms as strong as it is outside of the rooms? Like, what occupancy do you have? There's a lot to consider with that. Yeah, and that's a good point because the rooms at Art of Animation, that's theming outside to inside. <laughs> you know, one word that I use to describe the value resorts is loud. And I don't necessarily mean audibly loud. You know, it's not just loud to your ears. So they are louder than yeah, the deluxe. They There's are. so many kids, yeah. so much going on. They're huge. Yes. They are like actually louder, but they're also like their decor is more in your face. The colors are brighter. They're loud in every sense. Exactly. They're stimulating, like they stimulate in very loud ways. And so that is one thing that I think is very notable about these. And you have to know going in, are you okay with that? You know, are you okay with, and most people are especially most people that are already traveling to Disney anyway with little kids. Like that's Mm -hmm. kind of the life you live in anyway when you have little kids. Everything's loud. and I feel more comfortable. Like, don't you, like with little kids, you already know like you're going to be that family when we stay at beach club or something like that. Now, I never really feel like this at Disney, but when we stay at a nice hotel that's not Disney, I'm like, we're already that family. So I I feel more comfortable where in a place where like everybody's that family and I'm not because my three boys are wrestling. I'm so glad you said that because I'm a girl mom. I have three girls and they're the most rambunctious, rowdy girls you ever met. And I feel that same way. Like if I'm staying somewhere more upscale and my kids are acting up, I'm like, oh gosh, please. <laughs> I That is very, um, maybe this is a issue with me, but it's a little unrelatable for me. My kids are rowdy and rambunctious as well. My boy girl twins, we were at the Grand Floridian last Christmas and we were having a glass of champagne in the lobby, just kind of hanging out. And my twins were wrestling on the floor <laughs> in the Grand Floridian lobby. And I was just kind of like, we're all right. It's fine. <laughs> we're all fine. It's I fine. don't feel I on it. Like I said, I do not feel like anywhere on Disney property is like not okay for kids. Like I have taken my kids to some of the nicer restaurants and I feel like Disney is just Disney like and it's no matter where you say I feel really comfortable but last week we went up to Jekyll Island and it was like this very fancy resort and I was definitely like oh I <laughs> I'm very comfortable at Disney with my kids like being kids yeah and here I was like oh this is how they're oh we're in the real world where like I'm getting the side eye and I only saw it wasn't like a great kid-friendly resort. I only saw one or two other kids the whole time we were there. But I was like, oh, I've gotten far spoiled with Disney being comfortable, like, anywhere on property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they're going to just keep the fun up 24-7. You know, your your kids, when they think, we're going to Disney World, these are more than likely the resorts that they picture. You know, even if they don't know anything about a Disney resort, they're probably thinking, I'm going to go sleep with, you know, Lightning McQueen. And mm-hmm. <laughs> these are the resorts that make that possible. They shrink you down. You know, you're smaller than the size of foosball players, you know, over at Pop Century. And the Dalmatians from 101 Dalmatians are giant. It's overwhelming and unique and very Disney. That is how I feel about these value resorts. They're very Disney. They're very affordable. They are very fun. And they're a great fit for a lot of families. So how do you pick the right one, Allie? So we're, it's interesting. And we're going to dig into this a little more for sure as we get into the sevens. The value resorts in occupancy, they don't have rooms that just sleep five. They do have rooms that sleep five. But it's either going to be at, all, at any resort that you're looking at, depending on what they offer, smaller rooms that sleep up to four or family suite style rooms that sleep up to six. And so a family of five can, of course, fit in that room. However, there is going to be a price jump, which we're going to dive into a little bit more. So it's it's it really depends on the size of your family, I think, LJ, when you pose mm-hmm. that question to me That's on first... how you can. Yeah, first thing you got to decide is how big is your family and what is the occupancy in the room and what's that going to do to your affordability, things like that. So we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into not only that question, but a few more that is going to totally unravel everything value resorts at Disney world. Hey, smart moms plan Disney podcast listeners. Have you joined our online communities yet? 
You can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at Smart Moms Plan Disney Podcast, where we're connecting daily with listeners, answering questions, and sharing our favorite Disney memories. Joining one of our communities, especially on Facebook, is like pulling up your own chair and joining the conversation yourself. Why let Tuesday be the only day you hear from us? Come join us to continue episode conversations or maybe even tell us if you disagree with something we've said. We're planning trips, offering tips, and ready for you to pull up your chair. So follow the links in our show notes and join us at Smart Moms Plan Disney Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. All right. Welcome back. Time now to dive into the sevens, break down these resorts all the way from every aspect so that all of our listeners, families planning Disney can really understand the value resorts and what they are. I want to start, of course, with happy, happy dwarf, things that make us happy about these resorts. Number one, affordability. Affordability makes Disney accessible to the masses. And I have seen what a value resort can do for a family's vacation package. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It makes it so much more accessible. There's a lot of people that don't believe that they can get to Disney. And I'm like, wait, have you actually like looked, have you actually talked to a travel agent? Because I bet it's more possible than you think. I see this on our advertising all the time. You know, we're running ads for the travel agency and I see people like, I don't have $10,000. Me neither. Like (laughs) you do not, you do not need $10,000. Like you do not you these. I hear, I also, another one is like, people will say like, Jersey Shore is so much less expensive. And then like a bunch of people will be coming behind that. It's not like you're not going to get the same experience. And I, I just agree. It's totally it's a lot more affordable than people think. This is so funny because I was literally looking up vacations to the Jersey Shore last night. And it's so ironic that you mention it because I was looking at all the different places to stay. And now I did grow up going to the Jersey Shore for vacation. But for the amount you would spend on a trip to the beach to the Jersey Shore, no shame. I I grew up going to the Jersey Shore. It was great. But you're not getting the same quality and I, I didn't really feel like the pricing was much less, if less at all. That much better. <laughs> yes. So like, you're like, what am I, I'm giving up a lot and not saving that much. Yeah. I've, I've built vacation packages, many, you know, under $2,000 that include resort and tickets for a certain size family for a certain like a length of trip using these resorts, you know, it's, you get to pay them for so long. And so Disney Making value payments, resorts, you mean, yeah. Yes, exactly. You can make payments for so long. And so Disney Value Resorts can really put any notion that Disney is out of reach to bed. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about that just a little bit more. So what Allie is saying is if you're not familiar, you can book a Disney World package for as little as $200 down. And then the balance of your package isn't due until 30 days prior to travel. So for a family that wants to travel, you can plan a trip further out and make payments along the way. But you are never obligated to make payments. It's just if that feels comfortable for you and you like making regular payments, you can, but you're not obligated to. So Disney really does go the extra mile to make it super flexible and and within reach for families. And what happens if I book a trip and then I'm making payments, but suddenly something happens and I can't do it? What are my options? Options are everything with Disney is fully refundable and everything is fully modifiable, which is my favorite one. So you can't make what you planned work. You just move those dates, continue paying, all the money stays with it. So in addition to these, the affordability of these value resorts, the terms that Disney gives you, you know, the the flexibility that Disney gives you when you're booking really makes their policies paired with a value resort an easy decision. And that is unlike, truly unlike, I travel other places and the flexibility and you the, do like the, ter- <laughs> I know, right? The terms that Disney gives you is like you don't get that somewhere else like I just accidentally booked something on the wrong day and they're like sorry yeah like literally like sorry like so then I have to figure out can I come in a day early to make that work now that I accidentally booked that on the wrong day exactly yeah policies paired with affordability here with the value resorts boom Disney vacation no-brainer I also love and this is this is really special about value resorts because there are only I mean I'll say three of them but in reality if you count all of the different all-stars, you know, maybe you could say that there are more, but I'm just talking about all of the all-stars art of animation, pop century, right? Two out of three of the ones I just mentioned are on the Skyliner. And 
on our transportation episode, we talked about how one of the reasons I love the Skyliner so much is because it does have value moderate and deluxe resorts on it. I absolutely just love Disney for putting not one, but two value resorts on a prime transportation option, right? Like the monorail, yes. the monorail, you have to stay deluxe, you know, and, and so many people want to stay on the monorail and so many people feel as though it's impossible. The Skyliner is just as fun, just as efficient, just as amazing. You know, it just services different parks and every family can stay on it. You know, value resorts are there. I just love it. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I love that it's available for every price point on the Skyliner. And as a as a parent of little ones, like the Skyliner makes such a huge difference. I know that you guys talked about this on the transportation episode, but if you're dealing with a stroller or an ECV, a scooter, oh my gosh, Disney transportation is like a whole other important category whenever we're planning your Disney trip, right? (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. And that's why I love this option. And not only that, but so I'm going to touch now just quickly on the fact that we they have these family suites that I mentioned. So Art of Animation is a value resort and they, they have four different buildings, right? They have the Mermaid, Lion King, Nemo, and Cars, like I mentioned before. Three out of four of those themings are actually going to be all family suites. So we're talking divided rooms, separate sleeping uh, for parents and kiddos. They sleep six. They have a little kitchenette. As well as All-Star Music also has those affordable family suites. So I love that you're also, I have families all the time that say to me, you know, can I sleep separately from my kids? (laughs) And I love that there are value properties that have a yes answer to that question. Yeah, that's a deal breaker for a lot of people is being able to have that secluded like bedroom where you can shut a door. The other thing about those family suites too is you get two bathrooms. I will hands down take that, especially whenever my girls are older. <laughs> yeah, that t- that right there is really defining value because you're getting a lot of value for what you're spending. You know, you're spending less and you're getting more and you're losing, sure, some of the, the things that we've talked about with the deluxe category, but you are gaining a lot of things that a lot of families value in a Disney trip. It's a good option and a no brainer. I would love to talk about something that makes me happy with mm-hmm. the values. And that is the transportation. They know we have this, you know, like this giant group of people that are going to be going to and from the parks, like the, the buses. I mean, it is like Disney lore that like the best buses are at the value resorts. They're, they come on, like they come on time and like they're, they're there or one's waiting behind the next one. You don't wait that long for busing at the value resort because everybody's taking the buses. The same thing with the food. Like they know they have a lot of people to feed. And so there's lots of delicious, hot, fresh food ready at all times of the day because it's different when you like compare that to somewhere like say French Quarter where it's a much smaller resort. But like that's a smaller pool. They do have far fewer options over at French Quarter. There's only like three of those little windows in their food court. But at like Pop Century, there's like five or six windows plus like a grab and go section. There's just a lot of different options. It can be higher quality. It doesn't have to last as long because they're moving it so quickly. So I'm just, what makes me happy is that you're going to eat well. You're going to not wait for buses. It's just like the efficiency and just professionalism of Disney. I completely agree with all that. And can I just say like, we, we will go out of our way to do a cupcake crawl because if you don't know this, all the different resorts have a, like a signature dessert treat kind of thing. And my kids love just going to get all the different cupcakes at the different resorts and the value resorts have some really unique and awesome ones. Mm-hmm. Other thing that I was going to say that makes me really happy about the value resorts are the pools. My kids are so happy to be swimming in one of those um, pools at Art of Animation or All-Star Movies. The, the pools are highly themed and amazing too. Oh yeah. And I will say the pools are a little bit of my grumpy, but I'll explain why in a moment. Mostly they are just happy. Mostly they are just your child's imagination just right there in front of them. You know, the Mm -hmm. big blue pool. Come on. That's the largest pool on Disney property. And it has like this, the um, anemone in the back with Nemo, all the little sprayers. And you have like the cozy cone cabanas over the cars pool. Like there's so I love the cozy cone. Oh my gosh. That it's like some of my favorite theming anywhere in property is that cozy cone pool. 
Yeah, Disney knows how to theme cars for sure. If you've ever been to Disneyland, you know that. And it, <laughs> it, I, it makes me sad a little bit that the biggest touch we have is is at the resort. So if you have a cars lover, I mean, it's a no brainer. I, you have to, you have to at least go visit the cars area at art of animation. It's so incredible. So those are all really happy things. I'm going to use that as a segue into grumpy. What I was talking about with the pool is staying value. This isn't a deal breaker for a lot of people. For me, it is a little bit at the pools, at the value resorts. You don't have a water slide. You don't have a hot tub. These are personally things that I love, you know, when my family is swimming, I say it all the time. I don't love swimming. I do love water slides. And so that is a a lot of the times the way I bond with my kids when we're doing pool days, you know, is taking them down the slide. So I don't love that they don't have those. Um, Not to mention they're just really fun and it is Disney World and you kind of expect a pool slide. And then I also do love a hot tub after long park days. It just is amazing. It's good conversation. It feels good to sit in. And um, I don't love that that's not there either. For me, for the pools, like I feel like it doesn't bother me as much. Like my kids uh, do enjoy the pools, like Katie said as well. And I think there's this element of like, they do get spoiled. So I feel like the less they have the slides, the more they're happy without them. As we've like stayed more and more deluxe, then they're like, where's the slide? (laughs) Yeah. And I think most pools and resorts that you go to typically don't, I guess, have a slide. Not, I'm not talking Disney. I'm talking just general travel. Uh, But if you do go to Disney a lot, you know, they're there, you know, they exist. It is, it is a little bit hard not to have one. And um, I do miss the hot tub though, like personally. And my, and also my, a couple of my kids are like colder than my other kids. I don't know what it is, but they'll be the ones that are like getting out, like freezing and wrapping (laughs) in a towel. And I love to have that hot tub just for them for them. Yeah. Like, okay. I leave their life jacket on and I'm like, just go play in the hot tub. Yeah. I miss those things. I also, we talked a little bit about the family suites and they are amazing. They're amazing for all the things we just said and the reasons they make us happy. But the also music family suite, um, I think still really holds true to its value. It's, it is priced more in a value range. Art of animation. If we're being real, sometimes the price is higher than some of the deluxe properties. And even in line with some of the the less expensive deluxe. I definitely felt like when we were a family of five, when this whole thing was getting started, when I started falling in love with Disney, I could go to values when he was under two. Then when he was over to like your options, a value regular room, you feel like the next step up should be a value family suite. And it's not the case. Usually the moderate that sleeps five is going to be less expensive than the family suite that sleeps six. And then also two rooms can be less than the suites. How can two, am I right? Two rooms can yeah. be less than the family suite. Oh, yeah. suite. You're still getting two bathrooms. It sleeps eight instead of six, but like, it's still going to be less than the value suites. And it's not, it's never made like that much sense to me, but I do love the, the suites because simply for the fact that like mom and dad get their privacy, that's very important to me. Oh yeah. I get it from that standpoint. I, yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, the privacy is amazing, but you really do you have to, you have to use doc, you know, you have to strategize. If we're talking strategy, if you're a family of five, moderate is probably going to be a better choice because the standard that are just normal rooms at all-star pop and art of animation, which is going to be the mermaid rooms at art of animation. Those are the ones that sleep four. they only sleep four. you know? So when you're a family of five, use your doc strategy is a fifth sleeper room at a moderate going to cost less than a six person occupancy suite at art of animation or all-star music. More and your than travel likely, agent is going to know that like immediately, right. like your travel agent is going to be able to tell you your best bet is to do this. So shameless plug, reach out to us. We will, <laughs> we will know in a second with your family makeup, where you can go, where you can stay. And not everybody's trying to do the cheapest thing. And if, if that's the case, like we can absolutely point you in the direction of like, what's most important for you, but we are going to know right away that two rooms are cheaper than a family suite and that, you know, those types of things. Can I just say my grumpy regarding the family suites now? Careful, because I'm tiptoeing to the dark side. Are you ready? <laughs> the The family suites at All Star Music are the most affordable family suites on Disney property, and it's a great option if you want to stay on Disney property and you like, like we said, you need that occupancy, whatever. If it's the right fit for your family, it makes the most sense. 
But if you were staying at Universal, oh my goodness, did I just mm. dark word? <laughs> First Universal it's... in the endless summer resorts and their family suites, they're like more than half the price. <laughs> less, less, than yeah. half the price. less than half the price. Yeah. And, and you guys, like another reason you should talk to your travel agent because Katie can totally book you at Universal and you can have a Disney vacation. Maybe you do one or two days at Universal. Like they let you in. It, yeah. They don't care that you're staying at Universal. Like they're like, come on over. But you just honestly, you just won't know what you're missing. Just stay at Universal if that's yeah. what you can swing right now. And, and we you're can help also, you book both. Yeah, you're also still getting an amazing resort <laughs> and like a different you're getting two awesome experiences. So that's even a better option than staying off site, you know? Absolutely. Stay off site. Stay off site at Universal instead. <laughs> yes. I uh, I agree with you about that. That that can be frustrating. That even in the value tier, a family of six can it can still feel a little difficult. Uh, that's why when LJ mentioned, you know, sometimes two rooms is cheaper. Your travel agent can kind of price out if you are a two adult, you know, three kid family. You can book two rooms under one reservation, and that is a really good doc money saving tip. I want to stay with doc for a minute. And I want to talk about the other thing that I love about the value resorts. Maybe you're not staying there because you're pinching pennies. And like you said, LJ, not everybody wants to just do the cheapest thing. That's great. Sometimes staying at a value just means you get to add more days to your trip. You know, Mm -hmm. it just means I have older kids and we don't really want to do the pool days. We really just want to visit Magic Kingdom twice. And we really want to visit Hollywood Studios twice. And and by staying value, we're going to save a little money, but we're going to have seven park days (laughs) and it's kind of going to balance itself that way. And so for me, it's a good way to use those resorts, even if you're not just trying to like come up with the least expensive trip you can, you could Mm -hmm. also just say, these are the other things that are important to me. And this is going to make it way more possible. Completely agree. It's like putting a a puzzle together a bit where you're like, what's important to me in this vacation? Is it like the length of stay? Is it like the poolside? Is it the, the relaxing decor? Is it the in your face Disney decor? Everybody's puzzle is a little different but somehow we get, we managed to get everybody there. Yeah, exactly. I love the values for the strategy that they really can offer. I would say like my doc strategy comes back again to transportation because you, you did touch earlier on like the all-star resorts are all bugged. But mm-hmm. listen, I go to Disney all the time and I'm happy to take a Disney bus if that's, if that's my option. But I always have a double stroller with me and man, it makes my time so much more enjoyable if I can hop on the Skyliner. I don't want to have to get everything out from the bottom of my stroller, tell my kids they have to get up, pack everything up, make sure one parent is handling a kid on the bus while another parent is the one holding the stroller and all the junk that was on it. The Skyliner makes your life so much easier if you're a parent with a stroller. So my doc strategy is totally get on that Skyliner route. I was just going to add that your doc strategy to get on the Skyliner has to be that you book early. Because if you want to go in 60 days right now, like if you want to go in 60 days, you probably are not going to get Pop Century or Art of Animation. You might get Art of Animation Suite, but you're probably not getting Little Mermaid. So you're left with the All-Stars, which is bus only. So if you're thinking that that you might want to go get it booked and like we just said like you can always move it you can always cancel it and disney will refund you like everything's very flexible with them but get it booked early when the skyliner came in we were literally kind of collectively holding our breath thinking disney is for sure gonna like skyrocket the prices of pop century and art of animation and they really didn't like the prices pretty much stayed the same you could always book pop century for just like that much more than the music all-star music or any of the all-stars you will pay like a little bit more like you always did but it is such a huge value it's like the the best money that you'll spend on your disney vacation is that little bit of extra to stay on the skyliner versus off I'm a big believer in everything you just said. I am a big believer in giving yourself that little bit of extra freedom, which is really what it is. Katie, would you say that your sneezy then is avoiding the all-star resorts when it comes to value? It's a little bit of that. For me, I I mean, we stay at the all-star resorts. I really don't mind them so much. I mean, 
yes, I do prefer to be on the Skyliner. But if I'm just taking like a weekend with my kids and the more important thing is they just want to hang out at the pole or something, then I'm great with going to All Stars too. I would actually say that my sneezy for... It, it kind of applies more in the value tier, but it's sort of for many different tiers is I don't like Murphy beds. I know I'm kind of a snob. <laughs> it's not, I love the Murphy beds. It's not, I do too. Yeah. Like it's not that big of a deal. I don't think it's going to like ruin your trip if you're in a room with a Murphy bed, but I just really hate the layout with the Murphy bed in like the rooms at pop and all stars because the rooms admittedly are a little bit on the small side. And so in order to alleviate that, they do have one bed that's like a, a standalone bed. And then they have one bed that folds down from the wall as a Murphy bed. And it's usually over a table and you can like move the chairs in front of the window or whatever. But on my first trip, I literally was booked at Pop and I upgraded to Little Mermaid just because I didn't want to have to deal with the Murphy bed. But you, I mean, you're giving up clean beds because that was the trade-off. Like there were full beds in Pop Century pre-renovation and they knew that was getting to be like a big pain point for their clientele but the rooms were obviously designed full beds so they were like how can we get queens in here ah this murphy situation is perfect i'm down i'm like disney fantastic decision like queen beds way to go and i also think the murphy bed is way simpler than like the couch pullout bed because a lot of the dbc studios have the pullout bed and i don't like like the in and out of that whole process but I would not go back to there being two foals in Pop Century and give up yeah. the movies. No way. I no way, Jose. Love, yeah, the, the fold-out couch thing that you were just saying, that is so true. And the Murphy bed is so much simpler. It My kids can do it. My eight-year-old daughter can mm-hmm. pull the Murphy down by herself. So I have sometimes I'm talking to families. They're like, oh, is that difficult? I don't want to have to pull a bed from the wall. I'm like, no, 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 no. My eight-year-old can grab one side and pull this bed down. And all of the deluxe, you know, the deluxe DVC studios that you were just mentioning, LJ, a lot of them are transitioning to the Murphy bed layout as well. And, you know, it's a slow process because it's a lot to overhaul these rooms and take out the sofa beds and and add the Murphys. But it's such a brilliant idea to save space, to still have a comfortable bed. You know, these mattresses are real mattresses. They're not those flimsy, you're sleeping on a spring and a fold-out couch. So I actually love that the value resorts have those because you're getting two real beds. In my opinion, a Murphy bed is a real bed. I agree. And I even, for for my rewards trips, when I do this with my agents, I never put two agents on the couch because I'm like, I do not want two agents on the couch. But if it is a Murphy bed, I'm like, okay with it because it's an actual real queen bed. It's not like whatever random tiny mattress is on those couch beds and then the comfort factor it's like a real mattress we heartily disagree with you Katie, yeah. but that's okay <laughs> yeah. yeah I actually that's one of my favorite things but my sneezy personally would be all-star when we're talking value because they are so large they are pretty far away I don't think it's going to be that much more to book a standard room at pop century than it would be to book you know a preferred room at an all-star if I can get the Skyliner, I'm avoiding All-Star. And All-Star Sports in general is just my least favorite resort. By all means, if you have a sports lover in your life that is going to just be enamored by, you know, the soda cup stairwell, (laughs) take them. But for me, that's just not what, that's not the aesthetic I'm going for when I'm booking a Disney trip. I say my kids to All-Star Sports. That's what we did for our Christmas Day like trip this past year was we stayed at all-star sports my my biggest thing was okay so we're like a family of five but my baby doesn't count towards occupancy so having a crib in that room felt really snug but Mm -hmm. for the theming of all-star sports like even my like girly girls that aren't into sports thought it was great and I loved that they were able to like run around on the giant football field I actually I didn't mind all-star sports at all and there was like tons of kids there just like playing soccer and stuff it was really neat well, you can I, spend Christmas at All Star Sports, and LJ and I will be <laughs> somewhere else. Somewhere else. <laughs> I my sneezy is a com- a little bit of a combination. I you guys all know that my main sneezy of Disney World is avoiding folding my stroller. Like that's my overall arching sneezy. I would avoid the All Stars just because the option of being able to roll my stroller onto the Skyliner 
is incredible. But that said, I actually really like all-star sports for like how small and cute it is. The food is good. I like their little food court. I don't like all-star music. The few times I've gone, like I've not splurged on preferred. And you like feel like from the lobby to your room is like 20 million miles. Your feet are just like aching. I feel like it's too big for me. So not my love for sure. So LJ, you were talking about like the walk between some of the standard rooms at all-star music to the lobby or anything. How do you think that compares to the walk between like the little mermaid rooms at Art of Animation to say the Skyliner or the lobby? It's comparable. I never really felt like the little mermaid rooms feel like that awful far. You kind of go through Nemo, but you don't really because Nemo's like out to the front. So you like see Nemo right there, but then you're walking through all of the Lion King to get over to the Little Mermaid. And if your room's like in that farthest building, which is where I have always been, it can feel far to get back to like country music. Like you've been walking for like a hundred years. So they're comparable, but I do feel like Little Mermaid is less. The way the buildings are situated, it's less walking to get to Little Mermaid than it is to like the back of all-star music. I'm glad you said that because so many people will ask me like, yeah, I think I want to book in a Little Mermaid room, but oh, I'm so, I'm, I just don't know about the walk. And I'm like, the walk really isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, let's use that then to transition into Sleepy because we've talked about the different rooms. The standard rooms are pretty small. The family suites have the space. And we've talked about why we would appreciate either of those. So I want to use Sleepy to talk about those preferred versus standard bookings because that to me is a big factor when you're when you're booking value you have a big decision to make do you want to pay 100 to 200 dollars more and get a preferred room or do you want to stick with standard and for me pop century and any all-stars i'm going preferred because it, you're going to be closer to the main amenities closer to the transportation and you're probably staying at value with little kids and they've had long days and if you can eliminate Imagine being at the castle and then I got to get back to my standard room at Pop Century. You know, I'm going to be at a bus. I'm going to be at actually two bus stops, right? The one at the park and then the resort. And then once I get to the resort, I'm still not back to my room. I still have so far to go. And so I think you're going to appreciate having spent a little more to book preferred. And I think most people agree with me because those are the rooms that always go first. Can Mm -hmm. I just say too, let me add to that, that there's always, there's always really great Disney World promotions going on. And I was able to, in the most recent promo drop, I had a client that was booked standard at all-star movies and I was able to save her money and upgrade her by getting her the preferred promo. So it's definitely within reach if you think it's not. (laughs) Yeah. And I think which of the three value, or I guess we could even say five, if you're one, two, three, four, five, counting the all-stars separately. What do you think is the best theming? What's your favorite? Far, I love Art of Animation. I just, that's like the era that I grew up, like 80s baby here. And I'm like, Lion King, Cars, Little Mermaid are my jam. Like Nemo, I love, I love Nemo, but he's not in that category with the other three but because it's preferred I always say Nemo (laughs) yeah that's what I was going to say is the theming and art of animation is by far what makes it my favorite value I think it's the most relatable the most fun and and this the best one so we said the little mermaid rooms are the standard for four person occupancy rooms and then Nemo Lion King and Cars are those family suites now even within art of animation you can still like booking the family suites. You have a couple options. So you can just book a family suite and Disney can choose which one you end up in. It's like sweet roulette. <laughs> you know, you just arrive. Or you find <laughs> what out am which I going to get? Yeah. You get to find out later. So you can save a lot of money. That's actually a good doc strategy is just book a family suite without notating the theming and, and let Disney choose. You can save money that way. But if you're not looking to save money in that way, I would say you it would be a splurge, but staying Nemo is giving you the best of everything value has to offer. It is a family suite. It is over-the-top theming from outside to inside. Again, the pop century rooms and the all-star rooms are not as themed on the inside. They're much more understated, where the rooms at Art of Animation are themed throughout. You are going from outside immersion to in-your-room immersion. It is, you're going under the seat when you're staying Nemo. You know, you're going into the savannah when you're staying Lion King. So it's a fully immersive experience. That's why I love it. But I would book Nemo because it's preferred. So it is the most expensive family suite, kind of by a lot, but you're getting close proximity to all of the amenities. 
And I just think it's worth it. And for any Smart Moms travel agent listening, our hidden Mickey for today is Nemo. Disney always, I think, back to what I was saying about like everything, all everybody's vacation really being like a puzzle. I think Disney like always gives you options for like making that puzzle work for your family. It's like the absolute cheapest thing that you can do, which is probably like all-star sports, non-preferred. And then like, there's all these little steps in between, like you can just say value, but all these little steps that are like, this is, you know, $20 more, this is $15 more a night. And you can decide what price point within that value, you know, family feels good to where like maybe you're staying like deluxe value where you're like in finding nemo right there in a family suite right there by the skyliner and the lobby like that's the best thing within the values there's price points all along the way and you can find what fits you you absolutely can i have every faith you can find what fits your budget and we can get you to disney yeah let's let's move now into bashful let's think about the things that people are bashful about when it comes to value I think two of the biggest ones are are they going to be nice like Mm -hmm. are they you know are they going to be nice enough and am I going to have like the fear of missing out a little bit of the FOMO factor by not being at some of these other resorts that have more of the amenities we've discussed real quick whenever you were talking about what am I missing out on for if I say the value are they going to be nice um real talk I used to be a like very serious germaphobe (laughs) and so I avoided staying in hotels altogether because quite frankly I was just afraid to um and on our first Disney trip like people would talk about the Disney difference and how they really care more and stuff like that but you really don't know it until you experience it and I remember on that first Disney trip whenever we were staying at Art of Animation I was just blown away just by how clean everything was everything was very clean in the rooms like we were so happy with that but I was that mom waking up at 5 a.m hitting the laundry room because like my baby had a blowout and even at that hour, like there are cast members out on the grounds, they're pulling weeds, they're like pressure washing buildings, they're making sure the sidewalks are clear, like everything is pristine, even at a value resort. This is something that comes up often where people are like, am I going to pay more for Disney, quote unquote, and I'm well, Disney doesn't have two-star or one-star hotels. The values are three-star hotels. This is like a, a rating system that's not subjective like this is I mean that's a little subjective but (laughs) Disney's pricing is very comparable for like apples to apples like if you compare another three-star hotel to the values you're going to be pleasantly surprised like can you stay cheaper on iDrive yes but I have done it I have stayed in those two-star and one-star places and I'm telling you it's not worth it it's just like what you're saying Katie like the cleanliness and like the decor and like the bedding and like the quality of like you don't want to stay at a one or two star hotel at all and by the time you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna stay in a three-star hotel then it just makes sense to stay at disney property i'll stay at three-star hotels off property if i'm traveling i will not stay at two or one star hotels. so i like totally get where disney's head was at where where they were like three star that's it yeah and you're getting all of the disney perks while you're while you're at it you know it's really a no-brainer i i think that's the most important bashful that there is and we can put that at ease we can rest those thoughts you're going to be as you said lj and i think katie you said as well pleasantly surprised can i just say like from my bashful and you guys are gonna think this is so silly but i'm a little bit bashful in saying that i really love those toy story rooms all-star movies can we get those art of animation I do love those. I, yeah, I, they're amazing. I love the Toy Story. If Nemo would trade out for Toy Story, I would be like so happy. But I do also love the Dalmatians. My kids have always, like every single one of my kids have always gone for the Dalmatian movies. I don't know if it's like just that they love dogs or what. They have always gone for that Dalmatian area. Uh, it also movies is a taste of art of animation. It's that same idea. It's Disney movies. It's immersion. It's not immersion into the room so much, but it is the same, same type idea, same vibe. You're getting the same effect with your kiddos. And so I do like all-star movies quite a lot and especially love Toy Story. I I mean, most kids, you know, I venture to say almost every kid has some connection to some character in some Toy Story movie. Those rooms are awesome. And I I would be really amazing. I would love it if those were at Art of Animation. Can you imagine a Toy Story suite? They have those in one of the international Disney resorts. Uh, 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, they have Toy Story Suites. I and one yeah, one of the ones overseas they have them for sure. That would be amazing. Okay. Yeah. That's gonna bring us then to our final seven, Dopey. I think we've covered it in conversation for sure. To me, it's not booking preferred. You know, it's not much more. Sometimes it's less than a hundred dollars more and not booking for the Skyliner. Those are the dopeys. Those are the mistakes. You know, you're already saving so much. Get more value from your value. My my dopey would be staying in a two-star hotel off property, thinking you're saving, just getting a worse experience. My dopey is don't book with a travel agent. <laughs> <laughs> don't not book, you mean. Or, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you, you have to book it with a travel agent. Here's the thing. Our services are always 100% free. But on top of that, like, whenever a promotion drops, we go in and automatically search for the best discount for you. Like, you don't even have to think about it. And my favorite thing is sending an email to my clients saying, I just got your pixie dust savings for you. They have no idea that I did it for them. But I was able to save my clients like thousands of dollars on promo drop day because because I did that for them. So it's a silly mistake to not book with a travel agent. There's so much that we can do for you. And that's just from a monetary standpoint. Like that's not even including our insights. You can ask us all the questions, dining reservations, the whole nine. Yeah, you're getting more value for your value. All right. That is going to wrap up the sevens. We're going to take one more quick break. When we come back, it'll be the lightning lane. Hey, it's Becky from Smart Moms Podcast. So you keep hearing this word, Disney bounding, but maybe you don't know quite what it means. Or maybe you're already a Disney bounder and love showcasing your Disney fandom in the parks. Either way, come join us on Facebook at the Disney bounding community by Smart Moms Travel. We play games, plan outfits, do giveaways and challenges, and support each other in adding just a little bit of pixie dust to both your Disney vacations as well as your day-to-day. Find the link in the show notes, and I hope to see you soon in the Disney bounding community Facebook group. Hey y'all, it's LJ, and this is the fairest segment of them all. And today we are talking about value resorts. What's my favorite? I'm gonna, this has changed over the years. If you've heard me before, I would have said sports, which some people laugh at, but I think sports has a lot going for it. It's super tiny, which means that you're not gonna walk very far, and it has really good food options in the food court, and the buses come fast. I will say, though, that has changed now because of the Skyliner, and I feel like Pop Century and Art of Animation have a lot going for them now with the Skyliner, and the theming of both Pop Century and Art of Animation is incredible, and I would say that Art of Animation wins for me just a little bit because of the really amazing Disney theming. I think that it's the most in-your-face Disney theming anywhere on property. The only issue is that most of their rooms are family suites. The only regular rooms they have are the Little Mermaid rooms, which I'm not dissing Little Mermaid at all. I love those rooms, but they are uh, quite a hike away from the lobby. Pop Century is also a bigger space, but they do have preferred rooms that are regular rooms. They're not all suites. There's no suites at Pop Century. What I think you should do if you're definitely staying value is that I think you should look at Pop Century if you're doing a regular room. Then look at Art of Animation, Little Mermaid. If that's not available, then I think you should probably go ahead and bump up to Caribbean Beach if it's available, because I do think that the Skyliner is worth paying quite a bit of extra money for. And I don't think you're actually going to pay that much extra to bump from like Art of Animation or Pop Century to go to the moderates. I think that the values are fabulous. I think that you're in the Disney bubble. You're going to get great customer service. There's going to be a lot of things happening that you're not even aware that are happening until you get there. There's going to be fun things at the pool. There's going to be cast members doing all kinds of things. The recreation cast members have like the, the yellow shirts with the red stripes and they usually have uh, blue pants that go with them. And if you see a cast member dressed like that, something fun is about to happen. They're going to do s'mores over the campfire, or they're going to set up a giant blow up screen so you guys can watch a movie under the stars, or they're going to have the pool party or Mickey tie dye or a scavenger hunt or something. So if you see those cast members, just hang around a little bit or ask them, go right up to them and be like, what's about to go down. But those are some of the things that really get me like the extra experience of really finding that joy in where you're staying. You've got to stay on property. And if that means you're staying in a value, I'll tell you this, I would rather stay in a value on Disney property than in a four-star hotel off Disney property. 
Hey, hold up. Looking for the ultimate Disney and Universal experience? What about vacations on both the West and East Coasts? Look no further, it's Christiany, one of your podcast co-hosts that'll take you along on my coast-to-coast adventures like never before. Come follow along on Instagram at the Polyjuice Princess, your go-to source for all things Disney and Universal. From the iconic castle at Disney to the thrilling rides at Universal Studios, I've got you covered. Shoot me a DM with the word podcast to receive exclusive content for my followers. See you real soon. All right. Welcome back. Time for the Lightning Lane Value Resort Edition. Are you both ready? I'm ready, ready, ready. All right. Katie, would you book a Finding Nemo family suite or a Lion King family suite? It's got to be Finding Nemo. You're right there by the pool and the skyliner and everything. Finding Nemo is great. Okay, LJ, what about between Lion King and Cars? Cars. (laughs) Quick answer. What about an all-star music family suite? Because that's the less expensive one. Or... Just a family suite where Disney picks the theming at Art of Animation. I would go music because you're also going to get, well, I, it depends. It depends on the budget. I did just learn that the music family suites are in the preferred section. So that is really good. But like based on my budget, I'd still go Art of Animation. But for most families, I feel like the music is a better choice. Katie, would you book a, pref- a standard room at Pop Century or a Little Mermaid room at Art of Animation? Little Mermaid far and away. LJ, all-star sports or all-star music? Music is like on my avoid list. <laughs> so you'd go sports? Yes, I would. I love wow, sports. This, is, this might be the most differing opinion that opinion. you and I share. That you and I share. Yeah. You, you, so you would go music, even though you could be like way, way back in country music versus the baseball. Baseball is like would be preferred in music. I do love baseball, but I don't, I still think no. Oh my gosh. Crazy. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for us on the Smart Moms Plan Disney podcast. If you are planning, looking at planning, or ready to start planning again, and you don't already have a Smart Moms travel agent, be sure to check out the link in our bio or show notes to get connected with a free Smart Moms travel agent and podcast host. Be sure to sprinkle a little pixie dust on our subscribe button everywhere you get your podcasts to make sure that you are a regular listener. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Smart Moms Plan Disney Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And join us on Facebook every Wednesday for the Happily Ever After Show, where we continue the topic of the week live with you, our listeners. Until next time, we'll see you real soon.